were there. Please. If every vampire who said he was at the crucifixion was actually there, it would have been like Woodstock. I ought to rip your throat out. I was actually at Woodstock. That was a weird gig. I fell off a flower person, and I spent the next six hours watching my hand move. Hi, kids. What's up, guys? It's episode 15 of Revisiting Sunnydale with Marcella and Camila. Hey! I am Camila. I'm Marcella. We are going back to Sunnydale one episode at a time. We are doing a rewatch, and I hope you are, too. Um, uh, this episode's gonna have some spoilers. Lots of them in gushing. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be some fangirling. Strap in. And we uh, hope not to get too much on you. Yeah. And um, make sure you are watching Buffy. If you don't already own all the episodes, you can stream it for free on Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix. We are going to start off with unboxing. It's unboxing time. I've got the Comic Con box for December. Starbox Comic Con box number eight. Hmm. So this is I don't I guess I don't know actually I guess it's just a way for them to keep track of how many times they, it's a fairly new box. Okay. So I think I started with maybe box four. Uh. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Wish they did like Loot Crate and sold past boxes. I want one, two, and three. Oh, Loot Crate sells past. Yeah, boxes. they do. They sell past boxes every couple months. Yeah. So this month with Dece- is this is the December box and much like all the other geek boxes, it has a very Star Wars focus theme. It's called Starbox. Yes. And so we get the first thing that I found was the fantastic t shirt. That is a ah, vinyl record. That is cool. I really like it. I've already <laughs> worn it. I wore it yesterday. It, uh, so cool. <laughs> it says, it's a picture of the Death Star inside the vinyl, and it says Dark Side B. Track one is I'm Your Father, and track two is No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's by the Empire Records. It's it. really cool. <laughs> I actually really like that a lot. There should be some sort of mashup between Empire Records and oh, there Empire. Be. Just like, you know, just some, something silly. I yeah. don't need a full Somebody thing. get on that. Somebody did the Drake video. They took him dancing in that cell phone video and added lightsabers and BB-8 running across. It's kind of, then they put him as the little <coughs> hologram that Luke and Obi-Wan were watching. People have been having so much fun with that video. Oh, Drake. <laughs> you must feel so, so thankful yeah. that that went viral. So the next piece in Those the box fireworks? is... No, it... This is like some dollar store stuff. <laughs> slingshot it, yes it's a slingshot helicopter what I, I don't understand what it has to do with star wars or anything space related hell or... of fun copters so we talk about how i like to spoil myself i like to look up what's in the boxes the reason that i think i like to do this i figured out this month is because then i get to see what i don't get <laughs> so apparently a bunch of people including my friend got earbuds what? Star Wars earbuds. What? And you get this. And I, I get this. Now, everybody got this. Oh. 
But, you but I don't get the earbuds. And it's not a bonus gift because Comic-Con Box likes to do bonus items. So everything, everybody else got everything else plus But uh, like earbuds. random people got earbuds. Some got BB-8 earbuds. Some got Kylo Ren earbuds. I got no earbuds. Oh, that's cold. Now, I'm okay with it somewhat because earbuds don't fit my ears. They hurt really bad. No. So I would have given them away as a gift, but I should have been able to give them away <laughs> as a gift. Why are they not? It's not option. like it's a bonus item. So what I didn't like about this month's box was normally Comic-Con box comes in a brown box, a brown cardboard box. Uh-huh. This one came with my name on the label, on the box. Uh-huh. It was not inside a box. Everything came outside. Uh-huh. So I'm like, who stole my, Ren, my Kylo Ren earbuds? <laughs> <laughs> was it still taped? It was taped, but it was taped really heavily. Mm. Like, like not quite. Did the post office take my, my but nothing was ripped or anything cuz you can see where I tore it right. you know <laughs> I want my I want my earbuds Yeah So Comic-Con box please Send give Marcella Marcella her earbuds So then the other weird thing this month was there was no artwork usually there's like an art piece in mm-hmm. every Comic-Con box but not this month just a lot of comics Huh <clears throat> So the next thing is there's this World of Nintendo Metroid action figure okay yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I, mm-hmm. I know a friend who really really likes so and there it is gift. yeah and then they've decided i guess to bring back pogs oh jeez. but they're not calling them pogs they're calling them galactic connexicons whatever mm-hmm. i never quite understood how to play pogs to begin I with i think i was too old i was past the age of yeah pogging. i was absolutely too old to care, yeah. but I remember I did purchase like a bunch of Peanuts ones. Mm-hmm. I think I bought my sister a whole ton of them, but I never used them because I didn't really get it. And yeah. when she saw this, she was like, is that a slammer? And I was like, I, I don't know what it is. What are these words? <sighs> so I got Captain Phasma. She is the female stormtrooper that kicks much, much ass. Uh, okay. Uh, I, think some, I think my friend got a BB-8 and I saw people got all different ones. So I got a cool one. It's neat. It's heavy. Yeah. You know. So she's actually, like, a female... She's a female stormtrooper with no boobs in her armor. Okay. I love it. So she takes the the helmet off, I'm assuming, at some point. Really? So how do we know... Stormtroopers don't... Because you can hear her voice. She speaks. Oh, okay. Yeah. She speaks in the movie, and they don't ever take their helmets off. They get in trouble if they take them off, actually. Yeah, okay. And for the longest time, like, I just recently watched, because I hadn't seen, like, any of those Star Wars... The Star Wars Empire and Return of the Jedi since I was a kid. And I recently watched them all, and um, for the longest time, I just thought the stormtroopers were like robots. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were dudes in yeah. suits. And well, I was like, spoilers what? for no one, for people who have not seen. I'm not giving away major spoilers here, mm-hmm. but by the time this airs, everybody should have seen it. And if you <laughs> haven't, sorry, then you weren't going to. Right. So stormtroopers in the old one, they were all clones. Mm. So they were all the same person. Oh. They were all clones of Jango Fett. Okay. So, in but in the new one, things that have happened after the original trilogy, they're no longer clones. Okay. They are children that have been born oh. and bred, basically, to be soldiers. Oh, okay. So that's how we get a black stormtrooper. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was I also commented on how I was like, why do all these they, this, the, bleh, why do they all sound the same? They all have like the very generic mm-hmm. same voice. That's, they were all the same. That's why. Yep. They're clones. So, my Comic-Con box was super comic-heavy this month. Mm. So, everyone got a Walking Dead. Oh, cool. What that has to do with Star Wars, I don't understand. 
but whatever. So everyone got a Walking Dead. They're like number one. Yes, but here's the thing. It looks like people may have gotten different issues. Some got color versions. Not everyone got the one that I got. I uh, cannot find anyone that got this version of the really? one that I got. So I got a black and white variant of number one. Yeah. It is now the second variant of number one that I have, but whatever. Hmm. And it says on the front, Comic-Con, I think, New Orleans? Or Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. So, Wizard World, Las Vegas. Yeah, Wizard, again. So... Cool. I've seen other ones in the photos that people posted that they had. I can't tell if it's number one because I haven't read the comics yet. Mm. But they have color ones or they have a different black and white variant of it. Huh. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So then we get a comic. I got remote number one, Dead Air. People also got this, but everyone, it looks like, got a, a different version, like a different comic. Hmm. Same company, but a different theme. Huh. Yeah. But there's no explanation on the card. Oh, good. You're right. So then the last item in the box is Star Wars Vader Down. It's the number one, uh, issue number one of this comic. And for some reason, we get both the regular and the variant. I don't know. Two of the same. Yes, I have two of the same comic book. I don't know why I need two of this. I mean, I guess I under, this is my problem with this. And this, maybe somebody out there can help me. I know comics are collectibles, mm -hmm. and this is a number one, and it's a variant. I know variants are collectibles, but are they collectibles when you stamp <laughs> Comic-Con Comic -Con box. box or Wizard World on them? Are I they worth know. as much when probably they're... Probably not, but it's probably like different yeah. levels. So that's why I was like, mm. yeah. do you have to like paste your logo on everything? <laughs> My t-shirt, I didn't notice this, but all the... I don't know if NerdBlock does it, but My t-shirt has... A Comic-Con box logo on the bottom of it. Oh, my. Um, I noticed it on last month's shirt. No. Never blocks not do that. It's like, come on, man. I don't need to announce to the whole world where I got this shirt. Right, exactly. Can't it just be a cool nerd shirt that people are like, hey, where'd you get that shirt? Yeah, and I will gladly let them know. Right. But, yeah, no, nerd block does not do that. So, that was it for this box. I'm a little disappointed. It's the first time I've been disappointed with a Comic-Con box. Because <coughs> this box is $30 a month. Yeah. This is not $30 worth of stuff. Nope. This is the first time it's been kind of a disappointment. That's too bad. So the information card usually tells you what the next theme is. And I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it. Box 9's theme is Vengeance. Ooh. So I'm Maybe thinking some Batman. some Batman. Except it says Marvel. Like, that would be... Maybe I'll get some Jessica Jones. Okay. Maybe some Daredevil. That's cool. You know, I'll take it. Uh, looks like Roku's sponsoring them again. Every now and again, you'll get a bonus item of a Roku. Like, the only bonus item I got was the Green Ranger's autograph, and I still don't know what to do with it. Maybe we'll give that as a giveaway. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's I'm somebody out yeah. there who's into it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for Comic-Con Box. Oh. It was kind of a sad. Sorry, that was a letdown. Yeah. And, and Comic-Con Box takes so long. There's, like, they're all a month apart. Like, you're waiting a month to get it. Uh -huh. But Comic-Con Box doesn't come out until, like, I think they get shipped, like, the 29th of the month. Good Lord. So then you don't get it until, like, I think I got this one on the 17th or 18th. Oh, jeez. So it doesn't come until the middle of the month. Oh, my God. You're w always waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. And then by the time you get it, it's time for the next one to almost come out. But then you're still not going to get it for... <laughs> it's a vicious cycle of <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> And please, please, if anyone from Comic-Con Box is listening, 
Stop putting Supergirl on the bus. <laughs> we get it. It's this a is, show. Yeah. It's a thing. The, it, it's like Fetch. Stop trying to make, make Fetch happen. It's not going to happen. If this show were on the CW, I might like it. Uh, yeah. But I don't watch. I don't watch CBS ever. There's not one show I watch on CBS unless I'm at my parents' house. I don't know. Is is Criminal Minds CBS? Mm-hmm. And even that, I don't watch it until Mm-mm. like way later. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm done with. Like I tried to. I watched it when Nick was on there, and then I kind of stopped. And then I watched it again because Aisha Tyler's on there this season. But she's not as great as I thought. Mm. And I, her haircut is really distracting. That's upsetting. Oh, she have, oh that's it's upsetting. Terrible. I mean, I want to be very supportive of Aisha. So, any who's school hard. <laughs> so yeah. Season two, episode three. Who's responsible for this little? Well, the focus. original air date was September 29th, 1997, written by David Greenwalt and directed by John T. Kretschmer. Thank you, both of you. Shummery, uh, Buffy's mother and friends become trapped inside Sunnydale High School when a vampire named Spike launches an attack against the Slayer. Important guest stars, James Marsters James and Julia Marsters. Landau. That's all we need to know. That's, yeah. all, that's it. That's, that's, that's where we're going with this. So, uh, this is, um, in case you haven't gotten that by now, this is Spike's debut yes. episode. This is the episode that Marcella showed me in order to get me on the Buffy bandwagon. And it did not take much. Did not take much. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on, I bought my ticket, and I'm like, woohoo, yep. let's go. I'm like, <laughs> yep, on the Spike Express. <laughs> Buffy without Spike. I mean, the characters, Buffy without Spike. Far less interesting, but the show. When he en- like, that sounded dirty. I was gonna say when he enters, but we'll just back when it up. When he enters Buffy. When he enters Buffy. <laughs> when he arrives, the show takes on a whole different tone for me. Oh my god, it does. It's yeah, it's like there, it, there's just like this this level, like it mm-hmm. just like jumps like eight different levels, yep. and it's like oh okay, so now I'm invested. Yeah, because when I'm she was it. bad and. Some assembly required. I love when she was bad. It's a great episode, but it f- still feels like season one to me. Yeah. Same thing with some assembly required. Still mm-hmm. feels like trying to get your feet. Right. Season one. <laughs> School hard. No. We're we're running. It's a whole new. It's a whole new show mm-hmm. because we have found our footing. Yeah, and even like like I was saying, like this is the first episode that I saw. This was my introduction to it. I still didn't feel like I needed any of those other episodes yeah. that came before it. No. It was like, you know, this is the beginning. This is where we're starting. Because yeah. it meant nothing. That none of that other stuff meant nothing to me. And I don't think I saw any of those for years yeah. after the fact. No. I don't think we ever, I don't think I ever made you go back. It wasn't, it wasn't necessary. No. You just didn't need not. it. So we open our show with, we're at the school, in a meeting with Dickhead Snyder. Snyder has it in for Buffy. Again. Again. But it's nice to see that it's not just Buffy. Right. He's brought another girl into the mix Sheila. named Sheila, who is another troublemaker that... She, like, oozes STDs to me. <laughs> She's like a festering open wound to me. She just... <laughs> and apparently, uh, Sheila stabbed a teacher. With pruning shears. How is she still there? Yeah, why is she not in jail? Yeah. I don't understand At that. At the very least, expelled. Yeah. I don't understand how... No. And, and Buffy makes a comment in this scene that I don't understand either. She says, or it might be a little bit later, but she asks her, Sheila asks her, you burned down a building? Yeah. And she's like, 
Not just one. Yeah. No, it was one. The gymnasium. Yeah. It was only one. Why are you lying? <laughs> you don't need to don't seem need, cool to her. Right. You don't need <laughs> Sheila's acceptance. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't need. Are you envisioning the future when you do burn this shit down? <laughs> or when you do it again and you cause the total collapse of Sunnydale? Yeah. You do burn this high school down twice. Right. But let's but not, not get yet. ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. I was confused I don't know where by that, that comes also. from. Um, so uh, Snyder, as punishment, decides to put these two "quote unquote" troublemakers in charge of parent-teacher night, which seemed like a real stupid yeah. idea. This is punishment. This, does, yeah, put them in detention. Suspend yeah, them. Yeah, put seriously. them in detention. He's just trying to. I mean, it's like I think he's just using these punishments as ways of uh, getting free labor mm-hmm. since he doesn't want to do it himself. And Sheila could care less. Buffy's like, okay, we'll do this. We'll put the banners up and we'll do this. We'll, we'll meet after. Sheila's like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and then she says something that I don't understand. I think she says meat pie when she's talking to that man. Yeah, I think that's his name. The the 40-year-old man that picks her up? Yes. <laughs> that's his name? I think so. meat pie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I, the meat pie is probably the, the bottom of a very long list of other things that's wrong with him. A- bunch of and bad the whole mistakes situation. Made. Yeah. So um <clears throat> this is the second episode I think where Buffy just doesn't wear a bra to school. <laughs> uh, that's it's just uh, she just doesn't wear bras. And at then, least if, if Willow's not wearing a bra, at least she's got the overalls or the sweater. Yeah. Buffy's wearing a very thin tank top and um it's very chilly. Yeah. She's just bouncing around, and Xander is trying to tell her that everything's going to be fine as long as nothing really bad happens. And they jump on him because, Mm -hmm. why would you say that? Who says that? (laughs) You have jinxed them. Who says that? And then he's, like, terrified of them and, like, clutches the bag, like, (laughs) you guys don't know. And then we get the introduction. The one of a car comes crashing through Sunnydale and right into the Welcome to Sunnydale sign, and our boy... This long out. black coat steps out, leather coat steps out of a car. And he's all smoking. Home sweet home. Yep. Surveying the his new territory, lights up a cigarette. Spike. James Marsters, everybody. Spike comes in, dick swinging. Yep. He's like, yep, I'm here. Let's do this. And then it's opening credits time. And so Spike gets in and um, he uh, crashes the anointed one <laughs> and friends. Um, they're having a little get together. He has trying minions to, again. Yes. Where does he keep he's finding these minions? recruited more minions and they're trying to find somebody or figure out who's going to be the one to kill Buffy. Does he just walk around Sunnydale? You. And people, oh, hey, little vampire child, are you? Come home with us. Come to our warehouse. I'm the anointed one. Yes. You need me. Apparently. And I guess that's enough in vampire lore because, you know, that's a thing. The anointed one is someone that they are all familiar with. I don't know. Spike seems less impressed Mm -hmm. with him than everybody, as he should. So we find out that it is fucking ritual time again. It is the night of St. Vigius. Their calendar must be just packed with all sorts of things. Like, how do you get anything done with all this chanting and ritual and these sacrifices? And ah. and why wait? Why are you waiting until Saturday? Did we ever really... Did they explain what the Night of St. Vigius actually really. I, was? I don't think they do. Okay. I was too busy Googling. I've got Googling and ogling James Marsters. Blah, blah, blah. 
So there's just the minions talking about how we have the Saint of Vig- the Saint Vigius and we're going to kill the Slayer. And it's and Saturday night. Yes, it's Saturday night, and we're going to do all this. And in comes Spike, and he's just take. He just you, you feel this presence, and it's just the jeans are tight, the coat is long, the hair is platinum blonde. Right, and we haven't even gotten a look at his real face yet. No, we've because only seen Vamp Spike. Yes, because Spike is introduced as most of these vampires. Mm-hmm are on the show in vamp face. Yeah. And he stays this way throughout his, you know, he, he enters, he comes in and has his spiel to the anointed one and friends and, you mm-hmm. know, he's telling them, you know, what his plan, blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't soften and go into human face until our girl Drew. Yep. Kind of comes into the room. And, and it's the best shot ever. <laughs> it's some hokey special effects, but I yeah, dig it. It's okay. Like he it's for the unvamps time. as he turns to her. And everything... Not just his face, but like his whole demeanor mm-hmm. and everything has softened yeah. because Drew is his baby. Yep. Scene one, Apple, take one. Drusilla. You shouldn't be walking around. You're weak. Look at all the people. Are these nice people? We're getting along. This one has power. I could feel it from the outside. Yeah, he's the big noise in these parts. Anointed and all that. Do you like daisies? Hmm? I plant them, but they always die. Everything I put in the ground withers and dies. Spike? I'm cold. I got you. I'm a princess. That's what you are. Me and Drew, we're moving in. That is his 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 black beauty. Yep. <laughs> he loves her, her and you can tell this is everyone calls them like they're like Sid and Nancy. Yeah, they've got that Sid and Nancy crazy mm-hmm. love. Like that's exactly what yeah. it is. You can tell he's kind of Billy Idolish and you know, he's just and she I mean, as much as I love Spike, I love Drusilla just as much. Yeah, and she's a bit touched. Oh um. <laughs> she smacked every branch of that tree on the way down because she's got like visions and stuff but you have to work through the um muddled poems mm-hmm. in order to find out what the actual what the visions mean but one Spike thing is very patient i always wondered in this scene there is a vampire in this scene a female vampire up on the steps right that looks exactly like the vampire she attacked and when she was bad, the one that right. she shoved the crucifix down. Yes. In. And I think it might be the same because she didn't kill her. No, she didn't. She let her go. But did she die when they were in the warehouse? And I can't remember. I need to go back and see because she should be dead. Why is she yeah, still here? Absolutely. Because there's not too many vampires that look like Drew and Cordelia. No. In the town. No. Nope. Um, but yeah, Drusilla's just like, <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> She's so. about like the stars yeah. and twinkling and yada, yada. And she cuts his face. And this is like the best character introduction mm-hmm. scene ever. What did he tell us? He told we met him at a convention once, he said, and he told us something about this scene. He said that 
he and Juliet came up with that with the head yeah when, yeah when there when they were both auditioning they put their foreheads together and instead of kissing they just they both, both turned. turned i get chills to yeah about it they <laughs> both just turned to the anointed one it's it's oh, they're so good they're just great yes absolutely <laughs> and true fans find out that they were not supposed to make it very far in the series no but the reception to these two and back then would couldn't have been easy to track yeah <laughs> It's not like we were... <laughs> we had chat rooms? Yes. <laughs> maybe faxes? Yeah. I don't know who, how they were getting all this information. Blogs, yeah. maybe? Uh, Websites-ish? Geocity sites? 800 numbers? Was there, yeah. Was there like a... Was there some, <laughs> somewhere to dial in and call and be like, hey. I love Spike. I want you to keep that Spike dude on the Buffy. <laughs> like, I don't know. Their whole... Just the way they act together, like, he, like, rubs her neck... And it's just, they, they just, there's the chemistry is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I think, please marry and have babies. Yeah. And I think that's what, what they were saying was like, they hadn't met before Mm -hmm. auditioning for that role. And, and I think she went into his audition. Yeah. There was something about, she didn't have to audition. Right. Joss fell in love with her watching Ed Wood. Yeah. If you guys don't know, she is Martin Landau's daughter. Who? Martin Landau. (laughs) Amazing. Like just Absolutely. There's no words really to describe Martin Landau. It's yeah, he defies just like, logic. Like one of like a, one of the Hollywood legends. Yeah, basically. That's like there's like this core Hollywood. group. Yeah, like Christopher Lee and mm. Martin Landau, and they were just amazing. And he did right with his offspring. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, he gave the world Drusilla. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Thanks. <laughs> so we see, you know, he Spike has agreed that he's going to kill the Slayer. Yes. And he asks, is she tough? And we cut directly to Buffy, who's like pulling her hair out. Just trying to comb through the cream rinse. <laughs> it's neither creamy nor rinsy. And she has this, like, heart-to-heart with Joyce mm-hmm. about, you know, feelings and growing up and how hard things are and how she, you know, Joyce just doesn't want to be disappointed in her. Right. And Which it's like, nobody really wants to disappoint their yeah, mom. Yeah, thanks for the the kick in the crotch yeah that's absolutely yeah joyce is really big on singing the same tune Mm -hmm. like hey we moved once and i had to give this up and i had to do that and it's like wow thanks mom thanks mom i know it's all my fault yes gotcha like could we just stitch it on a pillow next time and then i'll just yeah so joyce has gotten in the mail (laughs) a postcard about parent teacher night which buffy has failed to alert her to Mm -hmm. and i guess parent teacher night is a couple nights away or the next night or something i'm trying to remember how we told i don't even remember if my I don't remember having in high school. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember having parent teacher night in high school Mm-mm. past maybe freshman year. Yeah, and I don't know if I should, just because my mom didn't go, I didn't tell her, or we didn't have it. Right. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember either. I meant freshman. I think freshman year is the last one I remember because I kept going back to the choir room and I just don't remember anything after that. Yeah, and I guess they just sent letters out in the mail. Maybe that's the only like in the nineties. It's really they weren't yeah. sending emails. No, and they weren't making phone calls, so it was probably just a letter in the mail. So Buffy's making her stupid banners, and Willow's helping, because Sheila's nowhere to be found. And Sheila's just terrible. So Jenny's trying to tell, you know, Jenny and Giles come up, and they're trying to tell them, you know, we need to get a better idea of what's going on. And Jenny's like, you need to read something past, (laughs) (laughs) like, 18-something. And he's trying to tell the gang that she thinks something's happening, and... They're not sure. And uh, 
So yeah, um, blah blah blah. Spike's not in this scene. Yeah, exactly. They get together. Uh, they're making stuff happen. They're getting the um, everything ready for parent teacher night. Buffy. Uh, Here comes Snyder. Oh wait, no wait. We forgot. The best scene ever is the bronze. We didn't get there yet. Okay. So let's talk about the bronze. Yeah. The where, bronze is the where best. Spike is, um, he's the hunter mm-hmm. sizing up his prey. Mm-hmm. So Buffy's saying she needs to study because her mom comes to parent-teacher night and they all tell her that she's dumb. She's going to be in trouble. But Willow's like, I thought we were going to the bronze because you thought Angel might show Angel up. Angel might show up. Yeah. So Buffy's like. I can study and go to the bronze and do parent-teacher night yep. as long as I don't have to. And that's when Giles and Jenny show up and they're like, okay. doom! <laughs> and Snyder, of course, is still being a dick. Right. He doesn't see Sheila until Sheila shows up looking like she... Rode hard and put away wet. Yep. Did she just come from... <laughs> from a crack bin? Because yes, that's what, that's she, what looks she looks like. like. She looked like she just came from a crack house. Yes, and this is before she gets turned. Yeah, so. and this is midday yeah this is probably like i'm thinking two why'd you even come why'd yeah. you even show up to school exactly like you should just stayed wherever the fuck you were yeah because she looks terrible <laughs> yeah she looks well she needs rehab <laughs> so she covers for her and now we're at the bronze so uh where my song of the week is okay so we start with um xander like having a fucking seizure on the dance floor <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what is happening to him. I don't know what he's doing, but if like everyone out there is kind of like, and why isn't Willow out there with him? Why are they letting him dance by himself? Well, Willow is helping Buffy parlez-vous français badly. Yeah, the couch should touch me on Thursday. Well, you said it wrong. (laughs) I love Willow. At least she breaks it down gently. Um, so they're sitting doing their thing. Xander finally convinces the girls to come dance with him. And then Spike just kind of emerges from the shadows and he is watching Buffy dance. Off. Awfully. <laughs> this scene. Dance ish. Yeah. This scene reminds me of the first episode. It reminds me of when Jesse's watching Cordelia dance. Mm, yeah. And Eric Balfour stalking around the dance yep. floor. That's exactly what it Both is. Both. Beautiful. Yeah. Great well stalkers. Done. Yep. So, so my song of the week is the Nickel. It's band Nickel, and it's called Stupid Things. And that's okay. the... Uh, Which, I kind of feel like we could have had a better song yeah. for this moment. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, I guess I just didn't guess that this would go down in history as like one of the best scenes on television. Mm-hmm. And Willow's not dancing at all. No, she... She's just is, standing there. Yeah, she's like maybe... Uh, Swinging her arms once yeah. or twice. Yeah, that's about maybe. right. Um, and so Buffy's, I don't know what she's she doing. She always does this yeah, thing. Yeah, she puts she her arms puts over her head. arms over her head. And, <laughs> and she, shakes. Yeah, it shakes. And then there's even a point where she's got, like, right, bef- like, right before she leaves out, she's, Xander's behind her, and she's got his hands, and she's kind of like... <laughs> yes. I'm sure he's like, please don't ever dance with me again. I, I really... Please. Please don't. So, Spike tells the other vampire in the club to go get something to eat. Go get something to eat. He needs to see how his slayer fights. Because as of right now, I'm assuming he's unimpressed by her Mm -hmm. dancing skills. (laughs) So he stands kind of behind her and he's like, somebody call the cops. There's this big guy out there trying to attack somebody. Trying to bite some girl. (laughs) So of course, Buffy's. Buffy to the rescue. Mm -hmm. She goes out, she fights, she wins, and Mm -hmm. then uh, Spike gives her applause. Mm -hmm. My favorite part of that scene is when 
she's like, get her out of here and a steak would be nice. And she sends Xander back in. He runs back in to her bag to find and he grabs a tampon. And about, like it was and you would think that it was a snake. Yes, that it bit him. He like <laughs> threw it up in the oh, air. God, oh <laughs> Women stuff. Why didn't you just bring the whole bag out? <laughs> yeah. Or just empty the whole bag. Yeah, you would have been better off. Like don't ever try to find something in a woman's purse. My husband to this day cannot find it. He's like, I don't know. Just hand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just give it to me and I'll yeah. tell you exactly what Rather it is. than you rifle through it, mess everything up. <laughs> as haphazard as it looks, there is a system. Yes. There is a place. Don't worry about that stuffed animal. He's fine. Um, so Xander throws the steak to her. She catches it. She catches it. And then she stakes the idiot. Mm-hmm. And here comes our boy, clapping. Applause. Out of the shadows. And uh, he introduces himself mm-hmm. and says that he's going to be the one to kill her. It's funny because she doesn't, she finds out his name from the vampire because he's like, Spike, give me oh, a that's hand. that's right. He doesn't introduce yeah. himself. He just he, says, I'll be the one to kill you. Yeah, he said, uh, what's it? She says, who are you? And he says something like, you'll find out on Saturday. Right. Oh, and, and she's, she's like, like, what, what happened Saturday? I kill you. I kill you. <laughs> and then we cut to the library and Giles is like, Spike? That's what the other vampire called him? It's rather unorthodox. Yeah. <laughs> and they start to do the research yeah. on who Spike is. And they seem kind of, you know, um, optimistic. But yeah. he's not so bad because he's kind of young, only 200 years old. And then boom. We hear... He's worse. Yeah, Angel comes Angel. strolling in with vague information yes. on Spike. Very vague, considering how much information he has. Exactly. Like, help <laughs> someone out. Like, you roll in, and all you have to say, like, you have, you have killed with this dude, right. for centuries. You have had three ways, four ways. Yeah, you are his grandfather. You're basically his grandfather, like a grandsire. You guys have had some. You've gone through yeah. some shit. Yeah. And you and all you have to say is he's, he's worse. worse, and he um, when he starts something he doesn't finish it, mm-hmm. and then also some uh, terrible lame flirting. Yeah, with Buffy. Yeah, oh, it was being coy. <laughs> and then he pieces out. <laughs> I love Willow. Two centuries of dating. <laughs> if you had one a year, that would be. Why do they call it a mace? Because <laughs> Buffy's like, shut up. She doesn't want to think about Angel's dating past. Yeah. Nobody wants to think about anybody's year. Lo and behold, really not that bad. New. There's uh, been Darla. Yeah, since he's been a vampire, Mm -hmm. there was Darla. Yeah, and a little bit of Drew on the side. Right. But that's it. Yeah, basically. Unless, you know, whatever he did before. So anyway. um, So we find out the week before that Angel is 241 years old. Right. And Spike is over 200 years old. Right. Just just barely 200. Yeah, barely 200. And, um... Because, you know, without the help of Angel, Giles finds out that Spike has... Yeah, that's the first thing that you should have said, Angel. Uh, he killed, killed two, slayers. two slayers. He may only know about the one. He was there for the one. Right. The, the second the, happened in New York City. That's right. He probably he may not about, have known about yeah, that one. quite possible. He, did, he definitely didn't know about the one. Yeah, he definitely yeah, knew about the Boxer Rebellion. rebellion. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so they find out that he's killed two slayers. And that apparently he uh, got the name Spike <laughs> for torturing his victims with railroad spikes. Mm-hmm. And did we find out if that was just a bunch of hype Mm-mm. or if that actually happened? No, Why did, did we that. never see that? They never talk about it, but I'm assuming it's the same people that slammed his poetry. Oh, he may have tortured yeah, them. Yeah, I think he went back spikes. for them after Drew I made him a vampire. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were just, his poetry is awful. What rhymes with what? <laughs> <laughs> What is the? What was the word that? Oh, I, it was. Well, all I can think of is splendiferous, and that wasn't it. But it was something no, like that. Yes. Like, uh, 
successfully. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so if anybody has any fanfic on when Spike was torturing those guys with railroad spikes, I'd be interested in reading that. So we find out that Drusilla is not only a little weird. She was attacked by a mob, a mob in, in Prague. Prague. Mm-hmm. And really she speaks cool. to dolls. Miss Edith. And she's angry at Miss Edith. Miss Edith has apparently done something. And she oh, turns Miss Edith around. She she's did. not allowed to watch. She even has a blindfold on her. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. <laughs> and she won't eat. She won't. She's kind of weak, and she won't eat anything. And we find out that ugh, the STD-covered Sheila has gone to a really rank bar and picked up two guys that drive a Cadillac. And she's walking out of the bar with them, and they quickly disappear. We don't know where they go, but she gets to meet Spike. She's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah. Who do you want me to be? Yeah. Anyone? Everything that comes out of his mouth is fucking foreplay. Yes. Like, I don't care. It just drips. (laughs) I'm so disappointed when I found out he wasn't British. That was such a letdown. You're from Ohio? No. Oh. Can you do that? I mean, can we just not, can we pretend that's not the case? Yeah. And you just be British for the night? So he takes Shayla and basically feeds her. To Drew, he agrees to go get Chanty with the boys upstairs <laughs> because they're up there, like they're. So I would like to point out that <laughs> I'm assuming that he and Drew have arrived like maybe 24 hours yeah. before this. They have set up a lovely a, a co- bed, a cozy mm-hmm. little nook yep. of like a bed that's decorated. It's not just some like no. makeshift fucking mattress like IKEA from no. no. They have put some time and effort into it. There's like yes. Victorian, there's ruffles and all of... Was all of this in his car? All, yeah, right? Where'd it come from? All of Drew's dolls. Yes. Um, and there's like lights, there's Christmas lights and things of that nature. And they've made it very cozy. Yes. And while they're chatting, you can hear the chanting upstairs like, God, more ritual from yep. these guys. Like that's all you do is ritual, ritual, ritual. And it never works out for you. No. Just stop. So, um, yeah, Drew is like, they don't trust you. The boy doesn't trust mm-hmm. you. You need to go make nice. He's like, okay, fine. I'll go chant with them. Whatevs. But you need to eat. And I'm assuming this is Thursday night, which mm-hmm. is the night of the parent-teacher conference. Yeah. And we take to poor Buffy, trying so hard. She's cutting vegetables with a machete. Unnecessary. Yeah. And Cordy's there. unhealthy. Like, it looks like a dirty knife. Like, a really rusty, dirty knife. machete? Yeah. <laughs> you should not use it on vegetables. <laughs> Cordelia looks like a teacher mm-hmm. in this episode. She's got her hair up in a bun. and She's 20 fucking centimeters. She has quite a few burns <laughs> with, about Buffy's face. <laughs> Are so you just rude. skipping foundation these days? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Buffy... I love Buffy. She's a smart girl, even though people try to say she's dumb. You know how to make lemonade. I'm just going to try to chalk it up with that she's very stressed out and very frazzled. Let's go with that. Pulled in a lot of different directions. And you have all of this going on. You didn't think it would be faster to buy some country time? (laughs) You're going to sit there and hand cut and squeeze these lemons? She wanted to be special. Mm -hmm. Poor Willow had to drink the lemonade. <laughs> How much sugar did you use? <laughs> sugar? That's not that's ingredient number one for lemonade. I don't care about lemons right. and water. Like, right. Sugar, sugar is number one. <laughs> and so, of course, she dumps it all over Snyder, who's trying to get to her mom. Mm-hmm. Willow's helping her keep her mom and Snyder apart. I don't know where uh, Ira and Sheila Rosenberg are. Truth. Yes. I don't know where Xander's parents are. 
Cordy's parents either, for no. that matter. Apparently it's just Joyce that has to come to school. <laughs> and, of course, everything's going, I guess, okay, until okay. Joyce and Snyder, Snyder meet. finally meet. They go off. I don't know exactly what he tells her, but um, she is not happy. No. And the look on his little smarmy face when... Joyce is like get in the car yep. now, and he's, he's just so like, happy about it. Yeah, who fucked you over in high school? Seriously, right. like why do you hate everybody so yeah. much? I don't why get does it. Life suck. I don't understand. Why are you so hateful to children? Right. Essentially, and essentially these are children that you're just fucking over for no damn good reason. And poor Joyce, she's pissed. Yeah, I've had that. Get in the car now. Mm. I don't wanna. I don't <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't wanna. I think I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> I live here now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. No, Thank you. I'm gonna I'm the gonna first... live in the rafters with Marcy. <laughs> we will be very happy together. This past 16 <laughs> years have been great. Uh-huh. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I will mail you a check for last month's rent. But I'm just gonna be here. You can send for my things. And of course, nothing ever goes right in Sunnydale. So Spike has decided Fuck he doesn't want to wait. Fuck Saturday. Yeah. I'm Stupid. Gonna, I'm going to go now. I'm, yeah. And I can only assume that he's had somebody watching Buffy and mm-hmm. has to figure out that they're there. At the yeah, I have no idea how he knows that she's there. Yeah, it's like, why else would he just pop up in the school and not her house yeah. or whatever? So, like, he busts through the window. Yep. Him and his uh, crew. <clears throat> and they're ready to attack. I couldn't wait. They're ready to attack. And whoever wrote, who wrote this episode? Was it David Greenwald? Yes. He writes very well for Spike. Yes, he gave he does. Spike all the best lines in this episode. Like, they're like rampaging mm-hmm. through the school. And he grabs a teacher and he's like, You're too old. You're too old to eat. You're too old I to like eat. Veal. <laughs> <laughs> but not to kill. So he just breaks his neck. Snaps his neck. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of body count in this episode. Yeah, I think I lost count after a minute. Yeah. There's vampires, there's, there's teachers, te- parents, I don't know. One teacher gets pulled through a window. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so everybody scatters. Willow and Cordelia end up in the janitor's closet. closet. Or something. Yeah, uh, Buffy, her mom, a co- Snyder, and a couple and other randos. Teachers are in are, a room, a science room. Yeah, uh, Giles, Jenny. Yeah, Giles, Jenny, and Xander are in the library, yeah. I think. And um, that's pretty much it. And... Just like the way James goes about everything, yeah, like the, the, the ginger walks mm-hmm. and you know this like kind of this coy nature, this mm-hmm. mouth, this cat and mouse game that he's yep. playing, that he's been playing with Buffy. He plays with Buffy since day one, from when he meets her. Is His that, plans are not good. No, he's yeah. not good. He's not good at planning. <laughs> he's not the thinker. He obviously didn't learn from his little stalking at the bronze of her. Because he just rushed her. Yeah. And she threw a chair at him. Right. And so they break up and they are all scattered. And so Buffy decides she's going to go up the rafter, through the vents, to the library. And at this point, Giles has sent Xander out to go get Angel. Because there's the entrance in the stacks that we learned about, I think, in season one. Yes. That they never used. But that would explain how Angel keeps lurking. (laughs) Just popping in. Yeah. (laughs) Does he live in the basement? 
that would make the most sense. And th- <laughs> at that point, I would be like, okay, thank you. Yeah. That's an explanation. That, yeah, now I get it. Because otherwise, you're just fucking weird. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know that they're How always How do you know there? everything? <laughs> <laughs> so, we find out that Sheila didn't just get eaten. She got turned. Which makes no sense. Because Drusilla doesn't look strong enough to have turned her. No. So did she eat her and then Spike turned her? That's the only explanation I can give, I could think of. And if he did... I wish I would have seen that. Yeah, if he did turn her, was it solely for misdirection? Maybe. I don't understand. It just didn't seem like a really good plan. Yeah. Like, she didn't really add anything to the equation. (laughs) She was useless. Yeah. She was absolutely useless. Because he already had, like, a good number of vampires Mm -hmm. anyway, and they That were trained. Right, and they came, like, crashing through, Mm -hmm. so he didn't need somebody to infiltrate. No. But... Not a good planner, Spike. Buffy (laughs) takes care of Sheila right away. She's just, whatever. And the the weirdest... Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The spatula. Okay, I missed that. Which I don't understand why that works. It's not a wooden spatula. Okay. Is it a spatula? It might be. I don't know what it is, but... So there's two vampires, and Buffy does some kind of weird double-handed. Okay. Because Giles is screaming, Buffy, look out! Because Sheila's stalking behind her. Right. She's confused Buffy, thinking that, making her think that she's human. And she's like, there's some really weird guys outside. This is stupid. Yeah. And so Buffy's <laughs> like, stay with me, I will help you. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to eat you. No, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. This was how your high school was either always going to end. OD? <laughs> Staked. Yeah, you weren't going to get out of You weren't going to make it. <laughs> you weren't going to make it to graduation no. anyway, so you're welcome. <laughs> but there's a great scene of him just stalking along in the hallway by himself. When they're, or when he and Buffy are talking. Before that, when she's at, still in the vents uh-huh. and he can hear her moving along. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's in the ceiling. And like his minions are so stupid. And he has to keep telling them, look there. Right. Knock that door down. Do this. Like, like, what are you guys doing? What was your plan on Saturday? Yeah. I, I guess they just hadn't finished it yet. We're, run. We're going to charge her. No. No, that's not. No. Not the best idea. No. So, um, is, is this when, because, like, everything just starts to, like, erupt. There's just, like, a lot yeah. happening in these in this moment, there's probably like 15, 20 minutes worth of screen time. And I, I think this is when Xander gets Angel back mm-hmm. and they are posing as yes, though. they're pretending. Um, yeah, that Xander is Angel's victim and mm-hmm. Angel is Angelus. Yeah. And he rolls in with Xander by his by the scruff of his neck yeah. and Spike is like, Is this the first time we've heard him referred to as Angelus? I think so. It's may, Spike that tells us. There may have been... Maybe when she first finds out who he is. Yeah, I think maybe there was something in the Watcher's Diaries that's, that Giles referred to okay, as who he was. But I do love that you know, you're like, oh my god, they know each other. I know, right? And he's like, Angelus, and he's all excited to see his mm-hmm. boy, and he's like, and they catch up, and... Which makes zero <laughs> sense once you know what happens. Right. They did not end on good terms. No. You would not be thrilled to see him. No, there would... Uh, it would be more like, Angelus. Angelus. Or he probably would have straight up said, Angel. Yeah. Because yeah. he knew he had a soul. He knew what went down. Mm-hmm. Unless, uh, yeah, I guess he just didn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. I guess you what... Uncle Tom! <laughs> Scene one, Apple, take one. 
Haven't seen you in the killing fields for an age. I'm not much for company. No, you never were. So, why are you so scared of the Slayer? You're scared? Yeah. Time was you would have taken her out in a heartbeat. Now look at you. I mean, this uh, torture thing is an act, right? You're not housebroken. I saw her kill the master. Hey, you think you can take her alone? Be my guest. I'll just feed and run. Oh, don't be silly. We're all friends. We'll do it together. I'll scream to it. You think you can fool me? So they go through this thing, and Angel's like, yeah, I've been chilling here this whole time, and I've given the Slayer the whole, you know, lost soul routine, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of bullshit. And Spike's <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's be friends again. Mm-hmm. And they go to drink to it. And or Xander's answer- like, undead liar guy. <laughs> Xander. And then Spike's like, bullshit. And yeah. punches Angel in the face. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. You are my Yoda. Mm-hmm. His feelings are genuinely hurt. Yes, in this you moment. are my sire, man. <laughs> and that's when Xander later on is like, "What's a sire?" Yeah, really. But also, have you never read a vampire book? Would Angel really still be considered his sire? No, Drusilla is his sire, right? I mean, I don't know why he says that. Grandsire, okay, sure. I'll take that, right? Or. No. I don't know, just, you know, anything else besides Sire. Like, Yoda, I will take that. Mm-hmm. But not Sire. Drusilla, Drusilla's your Sire, yeah. Okay. And if, so I, But I love how when they're trapped in that room, Snyder is like, you don't tell me, I tell you. Oh, and Buffy checks him. Yep. And she's just like, no, this is my job. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do not go outside. That stupid teacher gets pulled out the window. Joyce is closing up. the. You can see right. where Buffy gets her strength. Right. Because Joyce is just like, nope, get away from the window. Yep. We're not doing this. It's like she's, And at some point, it's also a good, uh, you get to see that even though Joyce is concerned mm-hmm. about Buffy and the choices that she's made in the past and mm-hmm. what she may be doing now, She's still there is a trust yeah. there to her because she just kind of takes it at face value. It's like okay, for whatever reason, my daughter knows yeah what's up and what's going on. And Any I'm, other mom would have been like, "Where the hell do you think you're going? Right. Uh-uh. Stay right here. Sit your ass down right now. Uh-uh. Like, you're not going I, out there. No. no, sit down. You're not going out there." <laughs> Joyce is just like, "I guess so. I guess she can do it. She seems strong enough. Like she seems to know the right words." Um. And. So, Spike is, like, involved in the fight. Mm-hmm. They're about to chase Xander and Angel out, and he stops. Because he smells her, Uh-huh. I guess. That's the only explanation I can find for it. Yes, because Buffy is probably, like, ten feet behind him. Yeah, just standing just there. Just standing there. She's not doing anything. You could tell this was going to be a <laughs> long cat and mouse game between the two of us. She was not interested in staking him. Right, because she absolutely, that was a she great could, moment. Yeah. She could have done that. Right in the back. Yep. But she chose not to. She just stood there and waited for him to realize she was there. Then he turns around. B, five, four, five. And we get the walk. I smell the butt of a nice rock girl. Any other character, I would have been like, gross. Right. This but, is so gross. But he not does this. Mm-hmm. I want to be on Spike's team. Such poetry. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, there's just yep. this ballet yep. that he's doing. Uh-huh. And it's just like this very tentative walk one ginger step 
at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. Looking down on the ground. Yep. He looks up to her, like, through hooded eyes. It's yep. just like, good luck. Wardrobe Lord. department. A plus. On. And I don't know if this was all James or if the director did this, but uh, Joss just told him how he wanted Spike to move, but... Such a good... It was absolutely perfect. This good is wardrobe. The best fucking villain ever. The way that coat... And she... So, you know, we're talking about him stalking towards her. She, at the same time, is also yes. stalking towards him. Exactly. She's doing that. She's mimicking yes. his actions. She's, like, coyly swaying back and forth, yes. walking towards him there with is the this, head tilted to the there's side. There's a dance happening oh, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just brilliant. And, just like, and it calls back in a future ep- episode when he says, all we've ever done is dance. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. <laughs> They've been dancing since the day they met. So perfect. So lovely. And they have great fights. Mm-hmm. Great intense training fights. Yes. There's no, they're not trying to kill each other. No. Well, maybe when he pulls that two by four out of the wall <laughs> and hits her with it. Maybe. maybe. And it's not, he may have bested her if Joyce hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. I want to know at what point Joyce was like, fuck this. <laughs> That's my, my baby. baby. <laughs> my baby's in danger. <laughs> when <laughs> she picks up. What, the axe that's uh, on the ground? Yes. And, and she clocks, clocks him with it. Yeah. Stay away from my daughter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes, go Joyce. All right. And I think one of the things, absolutely, I know that one of the things that I love about this show in itself is that um, the callbacks that they do, because mm-hmm. we get a callback to yep. this moment, yep. you know, in a, at the end of this season, yeah. right? The end, end of this season. season. Two. And it's just like, yes, it's like there's perfect. You hit me with an axe once. <laughs> it's like. Get away from my daughter. And it's like, Joyce and Spike end up having this wonderful relationship. And he actually mourns her death. Yes, he does. He's very, very, very upset about it. Oh my god. That's the one time, well not one time, there are plenty of times in this series I've wanted to punch Xander in the face. Oh yeah. But that was one of them. Mm -hmm. Don't you you dare. You don't know his pain. Let him grieve. That woman made him cocoa. (laughs) With marshmallows. And talked to him. Treated him. Yeah. Fairly or yes, something. unlike Wait. any of you assholes, right? Who oh, never? I'm starting to get a little for class. I know. Ah. I don't even know how we're going to do that. If oh those my god! Bad, I don't... There's bad times ahead, people. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, we have the good spike. So Joyce saves the day for once, and he's like, "Women," and just and stalks off. Up. Yeah, he's just like, "Fuck this." Which I'm. So- it's shocking yeah. to me yeah. that he would have just given up that easily yeah. from a Slayer and a normal woman. Like, yeah. he was all for the Slayer. It wasn't like, you know, two Slayers. Well, all of his minions, I think, have died. Mm. He's all by himself. Maybe. And he's just like, I'm not going to, you know, Buffy is rebounded. She's up and standing yeah. next to her mom. Like, and he's like, might mm. not end as how I would like it to Yeah. Be. So, so he takes off. Off he goes. And so everybody's outside the school. The cops have shown up. I don't even know why. And I, I mean, I, all I can imagine is that a, maybe a parent that was hiding in an office maybe called the police. That's why. So this is the first inkling we get that Snyder's Snyder knows more than he's letting on. Yeah, because he's covering this up. He's telling right. them that he's telling the cop or whatever. Yeah, the, the cop is like, "Do we go for the same story? Mm-hmm. Gang on PCP." Yep. And Snyder's like, "What should we do? Tell what are we? Yeah." And he's like, gang on PCP. Yep, and that's what 
That becomes his fight song. (laughs) Gang-related, PCP. (laughs) And then for some strange reason, we get a great, great scene between Buffy and Joyce, where she's like, yeah, he told me all this crap about you, Mm -hmm. but I have a strong daughter who can take care of herself. Right. And that just absolutely was like, you know what? Spot on, Joyce. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, how long is this going to last? At least a week and a half. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, that's cool. But the the thing that I don't get in, in here is, no one cared where Willow and Cordelia were? No, no one thought about them at all. Everyone went home. Because they absolutely left those poor girls there. In and, the closet. And Cordy is praying to whomever. <laughs> and Willow is fed up. And I don't know how I think Willow that's my just... my burn did, of the week. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know how Willow just didn't hear that there was nothing else going on outside. Like, Willow seems smarter than Cordy. Mm-hmm. Who's just complaining. <laughs> and she throws in the little burn, ask for some aspirin. <laughs> yes. And, but I love the fact, like, Cordelia's prayer is like, you know, please get us out of this. I'll never be meeting anyone again, except for maybe on that time of the month, which <laughs> you can't blame me for. <laughs> and those who really, really deserve it. <laughs> and Willow's like, ask for some aspirin. And some aspirin, and she just says, hey. <laughs> I love that. I like the relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if it had gotten to a better place. Yeah, I don't know if it really. I mean, it wasn't too much of. It wasn't like, oh my god, Willie and Cord- Willow yeah. and Cordy are no. besties, and it wasn't like, oh my god, Willow hates Cordy. Yeah, it wasn't a decent balance mm-hmm. of, um, you know, respect. Yep. Maybe some loathing, some jealousy. I'm whatever. surprised like, Willow could even talk to her. I mean, this is the girl that has tormented you your entire life, right? And taking your man yeah like the what you who you thought should be your yeah man. Like, and you're just like okay let's double no i'm shocked her. <laughs> she doesn't oh, you're yeah. upset about jenny being in the group why does cordelia get to be in the right? club exactly that should have been like yes. a real problem yeah but then we so we get to end the episode with spike and drew and Spike's upset. He's licking he, his wounds. Yeah. And it wasn't on the brochure that there would be a slayer with friends and with family. friends and family. So I guess Because they don't normally come that way. Right. That's not what he's used to. Mm-hmm. The two slayers he did kill apparently did not have those yeah. to uh, help. Yeah. And to to kind of push that carrying along and that oomph to live. And, um, and that's what makes Buffy wounds. different. Court, uh, Drusilla's like, eh, you'll get, get her get next her. time. You'll kill her. <laughs> He's like, I know. And then she's all, you know, now you need to go make nice with the anointed one. and <laughs> Who he calls for the first time. The annoying one. The annoying one. He goes up and he, you know, gets on bended knee and is like, I, you know, offer penance. And the annoying one is like, you know, why should I blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Spike's like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing this game with yeah. you. Nope. And he snatches him up. Yep. And puts him in a cage and... Hoist him, him up. up into sunlight and is like, from now on. And thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. From now on, we'll have a little less ritual and a little more fun, which is basically the rest of the series. That's the mantra for the show. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yep. A little I less ritual and a lot that. more fun. I love that. Which mm-hmm. that's what you get when you bring in James Marston. Yes. When you bring Spike into the yes. mix. A little less ritual, a little more fun. Because not only does he make the show more interesting. But he, in turn, makes every other character more interesting. Absolutely. Now we've got a backstory for Angel that we didn't know before. Right. Now we've got this weird chemistry that he has with Buffy that neither want to acknowledge for right. the longest time. Three years? Yeah. <laughs> Three yeah. Three seasons we go on? 
then becomes the budding bromance between him and Xander. That who just, doesn't love it? Just an old friend of Xander's. <laughs> <laughs> he gives Willow self confidence mm-hmm. down the line. Even when we bring Dawn into the mix, he's um. like. You know, like the big brother kind mm-hmm. of to Dawn, or he's like he becomes her protector. Yeah. After, you know, she has the crush after her crush yeah. wears off on yeah. him, and, and like the confidant to Joyce, or you know, whatever. But yes, he does. He absolutely. He does. makes everyone more interesting. Yes. So thank you, James Marsters. Yes. Thank you, Joss Whedon, for casting James Marsters. Yes. Thank you for everyone t- for writing. Thank you, Marty Knoxon, oh, for Marty um, Noxon. So supplying all the shirtless James Marsters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, there's just so much, you know, there's just so much that comes from Spike from this point on. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a handful of episodes in this season. They redesigned the season, I believe, to fit them. Really? They were not supposed to be the original Big Bads, I don't think. Really? Yeah, and then once they became so popular... Because they were only supposed to last three episodes. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that reminds me that this season is about to get really good. Really, <laughs> really good. <laughs> yes, this season has a couple throw-offs, but wow! Like that's why when I rank the seasons, uh, this season's always very high for me. Mm-hmm. Because you've got Spike, you've got Drusilla, you've got Angelus. Yes. You've got Angelus's leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> They're a whole different character. <laughs> they are standalone. Yes. You've got Xander Speedo. Oh, that's right. You've got Xander and Cordelia together. Mm-hmm. You've got is, do we get Oz. That? Yes. Yeah. We finally meet Oz. This is such a great season. Mm-hmm. And we get Kendra, who is the worst stereotype. I think I've I'll ever do seen. Do my favorite band. This is my only shirt. My only shirt. It's my favorite shirt. Kendra, the vampire slayer. Oh, she's just. But you know what? Good on Bianca Lawson because she's been playing a teenager for about twenty years. I feel like she's regressing. Yes, <laughs> and just because like she's regenerating. At was some she point. not a teenager in Pretty Little Liars? Yes, I think in everything she plays. She's what? played for the last twenty years. She's been a teenager. I don't know. No, no, no. She's an she's, actual vampire. Yeah. She's like 45? No, she can't be that old. I have no idea how old this broad is. <laughs> Sorry, Bianca. I know you're not that old. But, um, yeah, and I, I had forgotten because I saw something uh, the other day that she was on uh, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Mm-hmm. 36. She's 36. 36. Mm-hmm. And God she was playing her. a teenager in Pretty Little Liars. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So this is... And she's now, and just, you know, just to kind of like in the greatness is that she's Beyonce's stepsister. Really? Yes, Beyonce's mom married her dad. Huh. And they are now stepsisters. Imagine that Christmas. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, I mean, Beyonce's I know Bianca is. I mean, yeah. I know she's a star in her own right or whatever, but she's yeah. not Beyonce. But not level. Beyonce. But now you just all of a sudden you're. She's five foot four and a half. She's like a little person. She's a thimble. She's a wee. Wee broad. Yeah. So this was. Okay, so Buffy kind of like was like Freak of the Week for me in season one. There was Freak of the Week with vampires thrown in. Mm-hmm. I feel like season two, it became a vampire show. Yes, there was an absolute arc. There was a point mm-hmm. to the entire season. Mm-hmm. And it was and vampire there was a, focused. A very, yeah, common thread that was going through everything. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yes, season one was vampire-focused with the master, but the master was never really not... He wasn't about sucking blood. No, and plus he wasn't really, like, imminent danger. No. Like, he wasn't that... You're stuck in a cave. Right, he wasn't that menacing. He wouldn't pop up anywhere, and... He's not going to show up every week and do something else that's going to make you really super pissed off. Right, unlike Spike and Drusilla and Angelus. And they have... Actually, there's like a little bit of foreshadowing I never noticed before. Sometimes I watch episodes and sometimes I listen to episodes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I pick up more when I listen to them mm-hmm. than when I watch them. Because I've not, seen them so many times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen them so many times that I can see them in my mind as I'm listening to them. Mm-hmm. They talk about, in this episode, Spike and Drew talk about how they're going to, you know, they're here in Sunnydale now. And in a few weeks, something's going to happen. And the stars will align, mm. and this town will burn. Right. And if you think about it chronologically, that does happen, because it takes a few weeks for them to line everything up and figure out everything with Angel. Right. And to kidnap Angel. Right. And so their whole, they came to town to make her better. Yes. And so they're, you know, but that line, I never thought about it before. I'm just like, oh, whatever, you're here to buy my leg. You're so pretty. <laughs> Shiny. Talk <laughs> some more. Squirrel. <laughs> And I just never thought about it before. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, they had this. They, But why did it take you so long? Mm-hmm. Why would you get all your minions killed Right. when you needed them to look for this book? And you needed them to fix her. Apparently, the minions are a dime a dozen. They're stupid. <laughs> but we never find out what the point, like what that mob in Prague did to her. Right. Like, like did they what, set her on fire? Ha- yeah. Did and she? Because that's the only thing that I can. What made her? She was always a little bonkers, right? So I just assumed that it wasn't her crazy that he's trying to fix; it's her strength, her right. physical strength, right? So I don't know. It's a great episode. It's a great time, and I love it. So we've got our we had our song on the Wii. We did our forty burn bodies mm-hmm. dropped. I think we're looking at like eight, yeah. nine. Yeah. We might even be into double digits. Because <laughs> if you count the vampire at the bronze, the, didn't she kill somebody at the beginning of the episode? Uh, no, we started in school. Yeah. So the vampire at the bronze. There's like so many people. Sheila. We need like a talking dead in memoriam. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. I was thinking about, um, and we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> The moral of this story is, I think, is um, impatience is not a virtue. Yeah. Because <laughs> if Spike had just waited. Till Saturday. Till Saturday. He may have had better luck. But if he had, where would the anointed one be? Would the anointed one, st- would he still be an underling to the I anointed one? I still don't understand this power that he held. He's a nine-year-old boy. Like, literally, he did nothing. No. He sat there. Un- nothing. Like, he didn't attack. He didn't fight. No, he did nothing. I never saw any, like, grandiose plans uh-uh. he had. Yep, like he was very about, very much about the ritual, mm-hmm. and um, they still couldn't even like come to anything, any conclusion about who's going to kill Buffy. Yeah, I don't. It's so. a good thing he's gone. Yeah. So this reminds me, this this particular beginning of Spike reminds me how much I love vampire shows, <laughs> just in general. Mm-hmm. And there have been many good ones. Yes. But we were talking about ranking our favorites. Yeah, and I totally forgot to do that. <laughs> I would put this at, at the top of the list. Spike or the show? The show. 
Yes. I would absolutely put this at the top. Spike is always my favorite vampire. Yeah. Trying to think, is there any? Because I really enjoyed that show, Moonlight. It's a great show about vampire. I watched that. Oh, it was good. It only lasted one season, but it was really, really good. I can't think of any other, well, I mean, outside of True Blood, I guess. True Blood, True Blood bothers me. It bothers me the way they explode into goo, blood jelly. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel like it's always kind of been vampire dust. Mm-hmm. Always. In every thing I've ever every seen. Every lore. Yeah. Is... It's never blood jelly. Except maybe Stephen Dorff when he explodes in Blade. I think that's kind of a special case. Cause yes, because he, he was like full of... Everybody. Yeah. Or something. And that know. drug. <laughs> yes. Like, no. <laughs> He, he is in my top five vampires. Plus, that was also, um, that was an attack of the blood, his, uh, yeah. red blood cells. Yep. So, yes, that made sense. Yeah, he blew up. Yeah, he's also blood up, jet- up, oh, up yeah. there. Deacon Frost is definitely top five. That's a lot of vampires, which is why I was trying to just do TV vampires, mm-hmm. because there's a lot. I don't... Mm-hmm. Well, do you, like, okay, so you've got Vampire Diaries. Hate Stefan. Hate oh, him. He's so boring. Hate him. Can't stand him. Somebody I saw on the Buffy group online was mentioning that there is an episode where he is trapped in a safe. Yeah. At the bottom of and a I lake. And I feel like I saw that, and that may have been the last one I watched. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. You took that. You stole that. Yes, directly. you definitely stole that from Angel. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, Damon? He's fun. He, Damon is fun. Damon's <laughs> like Spike Jr. He's... Yeah, he's not as nefarious no. as Spike, and not as, um, you know, blood thirsty or he can even, be maybe not bloodthirsty uh early damon was yeah spike yeah spike early just, damon would come up and just kill you yeah for no reason that's what i then liked he went and fell in love boo yeah so yeah so um yes early damon was great mm-hmm. Catherine on on the show the elena's doppelganger, doppelganger. Mm-hmm. fantastic really great vampire really she's an asshole She's such an asshole. Like, she, she's strong, she's sexy, she's powerful. Mm. Look what she did to these two boys. Right. You know? And she has survived. Yeah. People have wanted to kill her most she, of her life. Yeah. She's been around for quite some time. Yep. She'll use you. She'll throw you away. <coughs> she's really good. She's better than Elena. Which is also, I guess, you know, um, Darla. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really... You know, I'm I'm very glad of how I'm very happy for how that storyline ended up playing yeah. out, which it would have just been like a total waste. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have never have known. Yeah. The beauty that is Julie Benz as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darla and Drew Obama. grow so much on Angel. So Drew? much more. Yeah. She remade Darla. Yeah. And got <laughs> to be number two instead of number three. Grandmom. Yeah. <laughs> she got to. She got to be out on her own yeah she then she went a bit bonkers tits up <laughs> and then she just disappeared mm-hmm. and that's what kind of bummed me out was yeah that we never because it was great that she stopped it mm-hmm. stopped in sunnydale and then she went off to la mm-hmm. or was it, it was vice versa and she stopped in la then she went back to to sunnydale both she left sunnydale but when with she, spike right and, and then, then they were out and about for a while she broke up with him uh-huh for she, the Weird, drippy demon. Yes, and then she ends up in L.A. With Darla. Well, with Wolfman Hart. Right. And And that episode, when she walks in that door, that's one of the very few times that I don't think I knew that. Because I always look up spoilers. 
especially back then, I was like, I need to know what's going to happen. I don't care if it spoils it. It's terrible. (laughs) But I did not know that was going to happen. And I remember screaming because she just slow motion walks in the door. (laughs) You're like, holy shit. Not Drusilla. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a bank of episodes that season that were just amazing. Yeah, they were very good. But then she comes back to Sunnydale to get her boo. Just because I guess it just gets to that point. She's had other things, the rest of everything. He set me on fire. Yeah. I didn't care for that too much. <laughs> yeah. I was like taking it from her and she, yeah. you know, she thought she was going to be top dog or yeah. get to do something right. And then, um, she's like, oh, well, you know, Spike will always have me. Mm-hmm. Not so much. So yeah. So <laughs> we'll get there. So uh, there, both of them would be in my, my top 10. Oh, of course. I can't even imagine any other. Eric Northman, for sure. Not Bill Compton. No. No one wants Bill Compton. I'm haunted by when he turned that lady's head around. Oh, my God. That was awful. That was absolutely terrible. That's not how we do things. That's not how we do things. (laughs) When that show ended, and spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't watched all of True Blood. But when Bill Compton, yes. I was like, yes. Yes. I was like, yeah. sit up a chair, finally. Yeah. Why did this take so long? You know what it was for me? It was, I hated his accent. I thought he was super boring. Gang of Louisiana. Yeah. I thought he was super boring. Mm. And it made me super uncomfortable to watch him and Sookie together after they got married. Yeah. I felt like I was in their bedroom. Yes. Their private room. It's like, really? We shouldn't be doing this yeah. anymore. Because the scenes with them and the scenes with her and Eric were different. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure they just had sex on camera. I'm <laughs> pretty sure that was... That's like, what it, yes. I think they just had sex on camera. Yeah. And it's just... I don't need that. I don't need to see it. Nope. Mm-mm. Show and, me Eric. And you know, they, they claim the whole, oh, you don't really get a hard on or turned on when you've got like Bullshit. people around. Like, if you're there with your wife, your significant other, and uses what... These are the moves that you guys generally pull. Like, I'm pretty sure something is going to react. You're touching people. You're Even if it's not someone you're with and there's yeah. a ton of people around you, body chemistry is body chemistry. Right. It you're just, still going to react. It just happens at yeah. times. We have heard stories of actors that have said, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Whoopsies. Take it as a compliment. Not right. Please don't be offended. Please don't call. I'm not gross. <laughs> I just... You're James Marsters. Please don't put me up on charges. <laughs> so you don't watch Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but you should watch some Torchwood. Torchwood. Yes. What's that about? Because James Marsters. Oh, that's right. Was on Torchwood. What is it about? What's it it about? is a spinoff of Doctor Who about oh. like. So Torchwood is a government agency that kind of protects the Earth from aliens, mm-hmm. and it's sexy. It's fun. It's, we get to watch James hang out with a man. It's, he, it's awesome. Is he like, is this the one where he plays like Mr. Brain or something? No, or? he was Brainiac on Smallville. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was uh, Captain John mm-hmm. something or other, I he think. He makes out with a guy? He makes out <laughs> with a guy. Yeah. He makes out with John Barrowman. Him and John Barrowman, like, Really? Have, yes. It's fantastic. Huh. Yeah. So they, uh, that woohoo song, why can't I think of it? They played at hockey games. Blur? Yes. So they have a fight uh-huh. in a bar, the two of them, John Barrowman and James Marsters. And they're throwing each other, they're kicking each other's ass, and this song's playing, and it's great. And then they just start making out. And you're like, yeah, I'm into that. 
okay. I get it. Yeah, I understand. I totally get it. And he does, I think, maybe two or three episodes total. Really? Yeah. Like, how far in? Uh, he's in the first episode of series two. And then he's in the final two episodes of series two. For that. I think, or the final episodes. I can't remember if he does two or three episodes. I might just watch the episodes that he's in. Oh, that's fine. Because that's what I... Much like Buffy, it'll probably make you want to watch the rest of the series. Because yeah. <laughs> Torchwood's like nothing else. Torchwood is much like very many British shows. They don't care about the same things that we care about. Is it a BBC show? Yeah, it's a BBC show. Oh, okay. So there's swearing. Oh. There's mild nudity. There's there's some sex. There's they just there's lots of interracial relationships, lots of gay love. There's love, 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 love. Yes, they don't care. I need to make it over to. I know. I'll I'll never come back. Is my problem right? You give me a man with a British accent. Uh, It's very expensive over there, but I don't care. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. (laughs) You've got Doctor Who, Brits, and the only thing I can't get behind is their like room temperature beer. Room temperature beer? Like, a lot of beer in Europe is served. Gross. Yeah. Ew. I need beer almost frozen. Yeah, it's like, that's one of the, that's like one of the most delightful things about it. It's like you get the little, the effervescence and the cold chill that's going down. That's my favorite part of winter. I can store my beer outside. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only use I have for winter. (laughs) So I can go to the grocery store while I'm at work. (laughs) And leave things in my car and chill beer on my porch. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so I guess this is where we have to bring this to a close. But that will be much more. Oh yeah. Like you know, over Spike. So uh, what did you guys think of School Hard? We know you loved it. Uh, of course. I want to know how many of you guys. This was your clincher. This was mm-hmm. the one that just hooked you. I want to know how many of you didn't like this episode and don't like Spike. Seriously. And tell me why. So I can block you. No, I'm serious. I'm joking. If you're (laughs) Bangle fans, and that's the only reason, because you're pure on Buffy Angel fans, I get. Right. I get it. But if there's something about Spike alone. I want to know what it is. Specifically. I'm interested to find out why. Yeah. I I don't see any reason. No, I don't. I don't. So leave us a voicemail at 412-385-7250, or you can just record a regular MP3 file, less than two minutes. Email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We might play it on the air. Next week, we talk about Inca Mummy Girl. I actually like this episode. It's a Xander. That's not bad. No. There's no spike in it, but... No. But I don't generally watch this one. No. Just because... It's It's our first. There's no spike in it. There's no spike... But it's our first glimpse of Oz. Oh, that's right! With the little dance and it's like the Dingo's ate my baby. Who's that girl? <laughs> so we get to fangirl all over Oz yeah. next week. Okay, so guys, please subscribe, rate, review, follow, like, communicate, talk, share, all that stuff. We like to hear and see all things Buffy related. So feel free to post stuff on the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, tweet it to us at Back to Sunnydale. On Twitter, or you can um, get me, Camila, specifically at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, and you like to look at pictures of my dog at mspear7338. There's other <laughs> well, stuff, too. <laughs> well, who doesn't want to see pictures of your dog? I know, he's so cute. He's adorbs. So, you know, until next time, guys. 
we're uh, going to be out. And then uh, have a great week. Yep. We'll see you next week.